And ladies and gentlemen, Beef Sticks. Beef Sticks! Woo! Welcome to another episode of Beef Sticks with yet another new pasty white layout. Because I'm obviously very ADD and can't keep something the same for very long at all. <laughs> That's right, I got my backdrop down this week. I had uh, the kids were doing <laughs> shit over here and I was messing around and I didn't feel like putting my backdrop back up. So, uh, no backdrop this week, which is fine. Who needs it? Who needs it? Who I needs it? Strata's, Strata's taken back Jimmy Hop down that I've had behind me for so many months. So I had to come up with something else. Oh, Decided I... to shift the whole layout a little bit. Who knows? Might even start to do the show up like most professional broadcasters would do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we've... We've adequately moved around the bedroom slash office space to where we have the most room I think we've ever had in here, and it's kind of kind of insane. Is it freeing? Yeah. Like when you like yeah. the first time you went from briefs boxing. Oh shit! <laughs> right. Yeah. Or the first time you went just commando in general. Well, isn't that when you're born? <laughs> well, yeah. Who the fuck um... remembers that? I don't know any other time you took your clothes off in between then. <laughs> Did you just always wear fucking briefs until you found boxers and then went commando one time and was like, oh shit, I can take these fuckers off once I chisel them off. <laughs> here's here's um here's a moment of brutally honest truth. My mother was a a raging crackhead in her younger years and when I was born, I was born with a pair of briefs fused to my torso. That's right. I've never <laughs> experienced a pair of boxers. I mean, I put them on over the fused, but it, it doesn't help anything. There's no right. difference there for me. But yeah, that's just a little backstory about Pasty White. That's nice. So to what do you think the whites for? Whitey tighties, man. They're stuck. They're Makes stuck. Sense. I'm surprised they're still whitey, though. <laughs> can, can you imagine how hard it is to try to extend, uh, explain some of these shit streaks? <laughs> it's been going on for years. I can only imagine the stains. <laughs> the stains. Uh, on a plus note, I've never had to maintain my pubic hair. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's got to be a fucking thicket underneath there, though. <laughs> Just a fucking thicket. Oh, that's that's definitely it. Uh, there's so much I have to push it up. I, I'm not really fat. This isn't a gut. It's just the excess of pubes erupting forth. What the fuck is trying to go on here? Uh, beef podcast, right? You'd think we so. try to we try to go on every. Every Thursday night at 8 o'clock every night. Yeah, yeah. Some technical difficulties today on both of our ends. My computer's being really funky with what it wants to open and what it doesn't <laughs> want to open. My my computer's been forgetting my microphone just automatically out of nowhere. Boom. You don't have a microphone. Yes, I do. 
multiple restarts, arguments, fist fights. We've had a couple of fist fights. But we're yep. here. We're here. Eight o'clock sharp. Like always. Damn right. These sticks all fucking podcast. We don't fuck around with that. We don't fuck around with that. I feel like it's too low now. We gotta bring it up a little bit. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Ain't no one got time for that shit! Oh. Wanna drop a little monster wear on the folks? Yeah! You know, the holiday season is the perfect time to buy your loved ones final decals to decorate their bedrooms, vehicles, TVs, Laptop computers, faces, balls. balls. You can slap a vinyl decal on your balls. Why not? Yep, Christmas balls, Do it. even. Do it with Monster Wear Clothing. Premium designs. Excellent prices. Quick turnaround time. Locally sourced right here in Minnesota. You can't do better than that. And if you don't want to put a vital decal on your balls, maybe you could put a hockey mask on your pug. They do that too. Yes. T-shirts and more. Monster wear clothing. Hit them up. Corey Matthews. Tell them Beef Sticks sent ya. Thank you. You look so confused right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to get stuff set up. Trying to get stuff ready. Trying to get stuff going. So besides that, we're I think going. It might be about time to we're go. Not. To go to the refrigerator, pasty. You ready to go to? the I refrigerator? think I need just a couple of seconds before I can go to the refrigerator. All My right. shoe appears to be untied, and I must tie it. You better tie Give it before you go to the refrigerator. Give me. I don't want to trip and shake my beer up. Don't be tripping, dog. Oh, I heard that. You didn't go to the refrigerator yet, though. I'm getting Tell ready. Tell me to that go. was a coke. I'm getting ready. <laughs> a monster energy drink. All right, shoes tied tightly, woven around my foot, and I am ready to take a trip to the refrigerator. Refrigerator, why do I love you so? Because you hold my food and my beer, so you're my heart and soul. Refrigerator. Oh, man. My fridge is so good to me. It brings forth great Indian pale ales on a weekly basis without arguing. It keeps them chilled. Yes. <sighs> it's always good to us. So what, sir, pray tell, are you inviting on this week? Well, I got <laughs> myself... You know, we've all heard of Fergalicious. I've got me... I got me a drink that is Hopalicious. Hopalicious! Hopalicious, I like baby. It. It is, it is from, I can't even see, it's getting dark in here, 
Oh my goodness. Not only is this brewed and canned in Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin, but it's fermented insanity. Oh my goodness. Some good shit. It's hopalicious. It is an American Teamwork. I pale like- ale. Not a right? Not an Indian pale ale. It's from the Ale Asylum. And it says here eleven separate editions of Cascade Hops. Give this American Pale Ale its lush citrus aroma and bold hop flavor without the crazy bitterness. Hopalicious is an all-natural and unfiltered beer. It is brewed with passion and is best enjoyed that way. And I'm passionate about my beer. Hell yes, sir. It is a very, a nice, very hoppy, earthy beer. And, um, yeah, it isn't as, as, as bitter as your typical India pale ales. This American pale ale. And, uh, I like it. It's good. It's you know, good you know why it's not as bitter? Because Americans are fucking pussies. That's that's true. You can't you can't deny that. Once again, you? and for the last week for a while, I am saying goodbye to summer with Surly Brewing Company's extra citra pale ale. I just don't want to admit that winter's here, but god damn it, it is. It's time to move on from this flavor and onto something new. But we must get through this first. You have to get through it. You have to get through it. And I love it. I love it. So it's not like it's a... It ain't no thing. Right. It's good. And it's good to you. Why do you want to do that? Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. I don't want this to do anything, so just close. <laughs> I have one thing that's bothering my computer. That's okay. It keep, it wants to do an update, and it won't listen to me to not do it, but I'm not going to let it do it right now. <laughs> so it's basically not letting me open anything up, so I just got to move things around, which is fine, which is fine. I'll work around this shit. We'll make it work. Time to move on to our two segment. And uh, this week, actually got a few. I'm going to start off with a, with a kind of humorous string of tweets. Um, and then I'm going to move on to actually some really heartwarming. Well, I guess it, it's sad in a way, but heartwarming. So, um, I don't know how many of you out there know this Mia Khalifa broad, but she's a porn star, 24. I'm looking at her pictures right now. It looks pretty good. Tis, hold on. Let's see. Let me bring up my camera here. Can, can you see it? Uh, can you see her? Uh, 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 tis tis right the season. There. Tis the season. If you will, I mean, she's a good-looking gal. I, I give, I'll give the devil her due. Um, but uh, she wrote a tweet that said, uh, "She said this is where, uh, or no, it says uh, I have no respect for WWE. It is not a real sport. It is embarrassing." 
Which, by the way, no, it's not a real sport. But that's <laughs> beyond the point. I wouldn't say right. it's embarrassing. So she said that. It was basically unprovoked. I think it was just her, like, doing some random tweets and somebody might have asked her about it. Well, uh, Hurricane Helms, Shane Helms, some of you might know him from back in the, the day. He's been in WCW, WWE, TNA. Yeah. There's a hurricane coming through. He, uh, he wrote... He invented the dab. <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> With a stand back. <laughs> he tweeted back, I'm not going to get upset that a porn star doesn't respect pro wrestling. She's entitled to her opinion. Our bodies take a pounding, and well, so does hers. <laughs> They're all hard-working women. So this actually um, sent out a, a string of tweets. A bunch of different uh, wrestlers got in on there. I thought I had them all uh, downloaded on my phone, but I don't see them, so I must not have. But I do have more. Later on, she wrote, I may hate WWE, but Paige is something special. She takes the real pounding. <laughs> kind of throwing it right back at the pro wrestlers. So I give her credit for that. I give Mia Khalifa credit for throwing it right back at them. Um, <laughs> uh, I hope it's all in good fun. I had a good laugh out of all of it. It, it, made, me, it made me chuckle. I'd never heard of this broad, so it gave me a reason to look up some of her picks, and she's a good-looking broad. So I'll, I'll give her that. I guess she's a porn star. That's 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 the best you can say, isn't it? Right. So then, there was this issue. Um, it was a, a video. Actually, you know, give me a second, and I'll see if I can if I can look up the. The, the story behind it to give you all a little backstory to it because it is kind of heartwarming um, is that what it is I think that's what it is have you heard of the um the Keaton Jones thing going on right now, Pasty? No. The kid uh, the kid got the shit beat out of him, and he put out a, an anti-bullying video, and uh, he really, I mean, he looks like he got, he was in a real fight. It looked like more than just bullying, if you ask me. Um, I've seen a lot of memes about it on, on, uh, on Facebook, but I haven't really paid much attention to it, I ain't gonna lie. But, a bu bunch of WWE stars came out in support. Uh, Mike Kanellis put out there, Hey, Keaton, I wrestle some of the toughest men in the world, but I just wanted you to know you are by far the toughest person I know. Keep your head up. I got your back. AJ Styles wrote to me, It appears to me that you go to school with a lot of insecure students. When they look into the mirror, they don't like what they see. That's why they chose to pick on you. Stay strong. And know that you have friends that have your back like me. Stay phenomenal, kiddo. Kevin Owens, he put, just saw this. The world is broken and everyone needs to work to try and fix it. A good first step would be to listen to Keaton's message and start by being nicer to each other in everyday life. 
Lots of small steps can make a big difference. Stay strong. Keaton, um, Alistair Black wrote, any, any way I can, I will stand up for you. Uh, Carmella put, this seriously breaks my heart. It will get better, Keaton. You have a voice to help others stay positive, spread love, not hate. And Paige put, oh my God, stop. This breaks my heart. This poor kid with the hashtag F bullies. So it's, it's good to see WWE stars seeing this stuff and responding to it and just kind of backing up. You know, they have the whole anti-bullying thing on WWE TV, but it's, to me, it's just like those, um, just say no things that we had on Saturday morning well, cartoons. It's in one ear out the other. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you read Paige's other tweet about how cyberbullying is real? And after the sex tape leak, she wanted to kill herself. I didn't read that one. Oh, so I would assume it's somewhat of a follow-up to that. I would assume it is, and um, and, and and good for her for putting it out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good for her for putting it out there. Oh ha! I just found where I had that tweet. Okay. Whatever. Um, actually, I got one tweet that I have to share. It's kind of funny. This goes out to, uh, from last week when, uh, Roman Reigns called himself the best performer in the ring in the world right now. Um, Solomonster put out a tweet. If WWE will allow Roman Reigns to wrestle with that type of head trauma, surely Daniel Bryan can wrestle another match. (laughs) I just thought that was funny because we all know he's just... He's not the best. Uh, that's all I got for two tweet on this week's edition. Pacey, did you see any tweets that I didn't catch that I should bring up other than the page one? No, you did not. So I'm going to move on to the Jerry of the week. The Jerry of the week this week goes to Byron Saxton. During the uh, WWE main event that saw Kevin Owens um, taking on Randy Orton, Dan Bryan was ringside announcing at the announce table. He was the guest announcer, and he was talking about how he had bunked with Shinsuke Nakamura over in Japan and that he had wrestled Kevin Owens and that Kevin Owens had even tried to uh, uh, injure his eye when he had a dislocated retina. And and Byron Saxton was talking about whether or not Daniel Bryan will have any bias in this. And Daniel Bryan said, well, what do you think, that I just forgot everything that happened before I came to WWE? And Byron Saxon said, well, everything before then doesn't matter. Ooh. That is cold. That is, that's just disrespectful to wrestling in opinion. Or in opinion. (laughs) In, In general, that's disrespectful to wrestling. To talk about how anything that, that any of the wrestlers did before they come to WWE doesn't matter. Um, I find it insulting, and uh, I think that earns him a prime spot 
for Jerry of the week because especially with the class of wrestlers that you have right now in WWE and how some of your top main guys have arguably had some of their best years before they even got to WWE. I'm talking Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode. Um, You cannot say that anything that happened before then doesn't matter. It's good that they're finally talking about this stuff, but I just found that very, very disrespectful Byron Saxton. I found it extremely disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Just, especially with with Brian standing right there, Kevin Owens in the main event, Sami Zayn also a part of this main event, and Shinsuke Nakamura a part of this main event. All four of them guys right there have deep indie cred, and just to say that everything before then doesn't matter is just, well, basically takes away your whole Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn storyline, because their whole storyline is that they're, they're, they're brothers from long before WWE. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for that storyline, they'd, they'd have no reason to be together. It wouldn't make any sense because Kevin Owens' first night there, he just attacked Sammy. Yeah. Yeah, Byron definitely takes the Jerry of the Week into that. I uh, salute you. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had to fucking do it. Besides, with how scripted that shit is, Vince was probably the one telling him to say it. Right. And if that's the case, that's our Rick of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that too. Speaking of Jerry of the Week, if you're watching us live on the YouTube broadcast, you will see the new addition to the Flowman Saloon, and that is the Me Seeks poster. I'm Mr. Me Seeks, look at me. I love it. Mr. Me Seeks is my favorite. Out of all the Rick and Morty, Morty posters at the store I was at, this is the one I decided to get. If that tells you anything about how much I love Mr. Meeseeks. Yes, it does. We need Mr. Meeseeks to handle our IT issues. <laughs> I tell you what, we could use a, <laughs> we could use a literal box full of Meeseeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all right. Oh. I think we're about... Oh, uh, Go I gotta ask, because I did drop out there for a little bit. How How is the quality now in comparison? Is it like half as good? Um, more than half. I'd say it's, I'd say it's 65, 70% as good. Okay. Sorry, folks. We're just gonna deal with this week, and I'll get it figured out. But we already spent an hour on this. Before we start recording. <laughs> no shit. Take the easy way out. I'm just going to go any way it'll let me. Sometimes sometimes you just got to do that. Like you said, when you're, piss, when you're pissing in the wind, sometimes you just got to turn around. Yep. Uh, Want to take us into the uh, news and rumors there, Loke? Uh, news and rumors. Okay. So we're going to kick this off with the headline news. That is the Swan song. And of course, folks, we're talking about Rich Swan being suspended due to alleged domestic assault. I read one story 
where a witness had said she got out of the car and he grabbed her in a headlock and pulled her back into the car. She was pounding on the glass. But that's not what it sounds like in the police report. Um, what? It was kind of the wow moment of the week for sure. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Why didn't you just keep dancing, Rich? And the sad thing is... Dance it off. In the police report, it sounds like there are multiple, multiple witnesses to this. So it doesn't seem like one of those things where it's like, well... He said, she said, we'll see what happens, and then he'll be back in a month. I mean, it's... Unless everybody's lying, it looks like he's pretty much spent. I mean, it's an open and shut case from what I read. Yeah, very much so. Which is sad. I'm a huge Rich Swan proponent. I've I've been behind him from before he's even been in WWE and 205 Live and all that. You know, he just got... You learn about personal Patron. If you're going to grab on your woman like that, you better do it in an airport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way I look at it, it's rough. It's hard. Like, if he's gone forever, I'll be kind of sad. But at the same point, we still got No Way Jose. And so, you know... Yeah, Rich Swan is not going to kill the division and that being said rich swan isn't going to be off the radar forever if he never ends up in wwe again he's going to go right back to roh he's going to be in the indies i mean he's still going to be there he's still going to be doing stuff um, what he needs is needs is jerry lawler's attorney yeah, no he'll, be fine. he'll be that's exactly what he needs <laughs> um the, it's it's another case of horrible timing you know we don't know what was going to happen with him and drew gulak but we know that him and Drew Gulak were having a number one contenders match for who was going to face um, 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 Enzo Amore. And, um, you know, I, I honestly think Drew Gulak was going to win that anyways. I don't think this changes. Actually, I think this might change WWE's strategy because I could almost see them maybe going with Cedric Alexander now and switching it up. Um, I think right. they were originally going to go with Drew Gulak. They've been pushing his uh, his PowerPoint thing, and they kind of seem like they've been teasing with turning him face. But I could see them going with Cedric Alexander now. For those who don't know, they did have another four-way match to take Rich Swan's uh, spot. I was glad on Raw they did actually mention Rich Swan. Now, they didn't. Um, obviously, nothing's nothing's been done. He hasn't been... Uh, convicted of any crimes yet or anything like that, but they did mention that Rich Swan's um, number one contendership had been taken away and they were going to have another Fatal 4-Way for that. So I'm glad that they didn't just gloss over it completely and just throw the match together and not give us anything and pretend like nothing happened. I'm glad they mentioned it without saying anything that would hurt his reputation. So um, I give WWE credit on that one. I think they handled that one with poise. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some happier news. Rockstar news. Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually received his star on the Walk of Fame yesterday. He now joins fellow WWE alumni Chairman Vince McMahon, who got his own star in 2008. Yeah. This is pretty big. I don't know how many... I want to say, I, you know what? 
I didn't do my due diligence in researching. I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan has a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But other than Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Vince McMahon, I don't know if any other big WWE superstars do. I, I don't think Jesse Ventura does. I, I can't imagine him getting a star. He was never that big, I didn't think. Uh, John Cena would maybe be the only other one, and I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Not yet. Either way, good for him. It's good to see. He will. You know, he's a, he is a really good um, ambassador for WWE and pro wrestling in general. Yeah. Good for The Rock. I give him, I give him a lot of credit. He deserves it, especially with Jumanji coming out. Jumanji and Rampage. Two movies where he wears the exact same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to fuck Rampage up so bad. Probably, but... It's it's not going to be like the Nintendo game. Yeah, but come on. To this date, and I'm not even just talking about the old Super Mario Brothers movies. To this date, has there been a really good video game adaptation of a movie? I would argue the best one is maybe the first Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was good. Doom wasn't horrible. Yeah, but it also wasn't a good representation of the video game, I don't no. think, at all. No. Prince of Persia was shit. I didn't see the Assassin's Creed movie, so I don't know there. Um, it, it really, yeah. Just the fact that they've never made another one. It bombed pretty hard. I watched it, and it was pretty decent, but I don't play the games. Um, I, I don't think, I just, I, I just think there's something about video games and movies that they haven't got the right formula yet. It's weird, because it's like the people who make movies about video games don't even play video games. That's what it feels like. Uh, even if you, um, go on, say, Hulu, and you watch Seth Rogen's new show, Future Man, Seth Rogen's new show. Like, that guy should know of video games. And it's it's all stupid. I haven't heard any good things about it's, it, so I haven't watched it's it It's terrible. I, I tried watching it. I got through maybe three episodes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like he's never touched a controller or a joystick in his life. And I think I know better about Seth Rogen than that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Good thing so. Uh, I don't know. Preacher was good, though, so he doesn't lose all credibility. <laughs> uh, what do we got next on the agenda? WWE's cruiserweight division lost Austin Aries in middle this year. I think you just missed a... No. Yeah, I think you did. Go, go up one paragraph. There you go. Oh. Okay. Multiple rock stars. 205 Rockstar. Rockstar Spud will soon appear in WWE. Spud left the Impact Wrestling in October. TNA Impact Wrestling after working with the promotion since late 2012. We appeared on the British Boot Camp series. British Boot Camp. <laughs> you don't want to go there. Your no. teeth will never be the same. 
You can finish if you want now. Oh! WWE's first match that lost out to Aries and Neville this year. And with Rich Swan now suspended indefinitely, as previously mentioned, WWE will soon be relying on Rockstar and former NXT star Hideo Itami to round out its division. Ugh. I, yeah, I, sorry, I should have gave you more time to read this thing before we started this today. <laughs> Just look for the bullet points. Just look for the bullet points, Pasty. Hey. Right. I thought it was weird, but weird shit's happened on these things before. Oh, no shit. Um, I, do you have any, uh, do you have any, any previous experience with Rockstar Spud? Um, do you ever date the guy, suck his dick, give him a hand job? Uh, it was a Dutch rudder. Dutch rudder. In the back of a Motel 8. There you go. Neither of us could afford a room. We'll keep the light on for you. <laughs> as far as wrestling, I may have seen a match once. May have. So not really, huh? Not really. You know who they need to be aggressively going after for 205 Live? Cheeseburger, man. Cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Matt Seidel, although I think he, I don't think he'd ever passed a drug test. Um, Will Osprey, of course. Um, no, I, I'm a big Rockstar Spud fan. Um, he's definitely not going to go far on the main roster if he ever even gets to the main roster. But that being said, anybody who did watch him on TNA, um, he did the British boot camp and he won that year. And he, he went to, to TNA. They put him in a role kind of as Dixie Carter's lackey. And he was kind of the lackey for Ethan Carter the third EC3. And he really got good at promos, at talking, at emoting with his face, his facials, and everything like that. Like, he re- they didn't give him a lot to do in the you ring. You gotta get good at facials if you want to make it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't do a lot in the ring at the time. But he was really good at, at his character. And then when they did get him in the ring, uh, when he broke away from EC3, he got to show off his aerial abilities and his wrestling prowess. And I think I think he's going to be a shot in the arm for 205 Live. I think he's only going to help. And I think him and Enzo could go toe-to-toe on a mic. I think it would be great. With that being said, Hideo Itami... Well, they need somebody who can wrestle and talk so yeah. that's, that's a good because they got a lot of people that are really good at wrestling and not good at talking and a lot and they got enzo who's really good at talking but not really right wrestling, they got so. enzo who's really good at talking <laughs> and that's then rich it. swan rich swan was probably what happens best next week when jack Gallagher gets indefinitely suspended for beating his maid with an umbrella <laughs> fucking bitch started floating out on her umbrella i said mary poppin get your ass back here and take this spoonful of medicine <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> no, I think I don't know. With with two oh five now it's gonna be bumped. I don't even think we got that in the news. Their new mix and match. WWE's mix and match show. I guess um Mix What's that? Mix and match. 
Just yeah. superstars shows fighting each other. Well, it's, um, yeah, you know, last week we talked about how they were going to start a new Facebook Live show. Well, it's going to be called, it's going to be called like Mix and Match or Mixed Match or something like that. And what it is, is it's going to be uh, two different tag teams. It's going to be mixed gender, so a female and a male versus a female and a male. It's still going to be where the females have to fight the females and the males have to fight the males, but they're going to have a tournament. And I think it's three months long that they're going to have this. And um, the winner gets $100,000 towards a charity of their choice. God, my fingers are crossed for AJ and Asuka. Now, part of me... Well, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably going to be the lower tier people. I don't know if they're going to have their big names on there, but maybe. You would hope. The thing that kind of gets me... I mean, it's cool that they're giving the money to a charity, but isn't it kind of... Weird in a predetermined setting, like aren't they just picking what, what which uh, charity they want to go with? Right. I mean, this isn't like a, it's not like a anything anybody could could win thing. I mean, WWE knows right. who's gonna win, or at least they one decide. team is gonna win. Yeah, like they right. they decide who's gonna win. That just I I don't completely get that aspect of it. That just seems really weird to me, and it almost. To me, I don't know if there's legalities behind that or not. Um, but rumors so far are that um, Nia Jax and Enzo will be put together, which is why they've been doing these series of vignettes with uh, her hitting on him, is to introduce this new show. And that probably it's couples... time for them to re-sign James Ellsworth. Right? Couples like, um, like Rusev and Lana would probably be together. And uh, whichever Uso and Naomi would be together and stuff like that. So, it sounds interesting. They have said that it is going to be immediately following SmackDown. So, and it sounds like 205 Live is going to be a half hour later now. And 205 Live already loses so much fucking uh, uh, attendance just right after SmackDown. I think this is going to kill them. Yeah. Um. This Yeah, this last SmackDown... They had uh, the SmackDown, they had the main event, which was um, KO versus Randy Orton. Then they did 205 Live, but they had announced before the final match that after 205 Live, there was going to be AJ versus Jinder Mahal. And it sounds like still 50% of the arena left right after the original SmackDown taping. Well, it's because it's Jinder Mahal. Yeah. But I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think... Triple H versus fucking The Rock would have had people staying through 205 Live. I just don't think... <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're just ready to leave. Uh, I don't know. But I know we, we forgot... I uh, we, we forgot to get that on the news, so I thought I'd put that little plug in there for the mix and match. Show. I did also hear somewhere that uh, 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 205 Live was going to start touring. Potentially. So they would break off from there right after SmackDown... They'll start touring on their own schedule, potentially, which would be good. Or maybe it was NXT. I think it was 205 Live. NXT is already touring. Yeah. Yeah, so I think 205 Live would be touring on their own schedule eventually, which would be good for them because then people can watch them when they want to watch them and not after they've already watched two hours of wrestling. Right, I agree. Go to smaller venues. You know, run it like yeah. they did NXT. Go to small venues and let the people who want to see those people 
see those people. Because even still now, I'm, I would assume over half the people watching SmackDown probably don't know anybody who's going to be in 205 Live except maybe Enzo. Right. Still, after all this time. Yeah. Oh, so talking about people leaving uh, Impact Wrestling and maybe coming to WWE soon, the word is, according to the latest edition of the Wrestling News Observer, that Bobby Lashley and EC3 both may be leaving Impact Wrestling once their contracts are up in just the next couple months. Uh, Both of them have previously worked for WWE. Lashley is a former WWE CW champion, and he actually headlined WrestleMania 23. You folks may remember that as the one where he wrestled against Umaga with Donald Trump in his corner. Yes, President Trump was in his corner. And and Vince McMahon was in Umaga's corner. Uh, EC3 also appeared in the fourth season of the original NXT. You remember that shit show NXT where they like made him do musical chairs and push-up challenges. It wasn't It wasn't the NXT we know now, folks. If you've never seen right. it, you're, you're not right. missing nothing. He was in the fourth season of that, and he wrestled under the name uh, Derek Bateman, and he actually teamed with Daniel Bryan. So, um, if, if you don't know who Bobby Lashley or EC3 are, they're two... Two of the best heavyweights not signed to WWE right now. They're two two really great performers. Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, I think, is still one of those dream matches that people would love to see. And yeah. EC3 is definitely one hell of a... I mean, he... Talk about um, a talker. Talk about charisma. Talk about personality. He has all of that in spades. And he's a really good worker also. In fact, his one percenter finisher is what uh, Dean Ambrose used to use as his original Dirty Deeds, the one that I liked a lot better than the one he has now. So, I mean, if they are going to leave TNA, here's hoping that they uh, make their way over to WWE. I could see Bobby Lashley going straight to the main roster. I would see EC3 going down to NXT. I would hope they wouldn't put his name back to Derek Bateman, but I don't know if they'd use the EC3 name or what they would do. I think they'll go with Dick Batman. I I like Dick Batman. Dick Batman isn't too bad. It's like a combination of uh, Dick Grayson, who was Robin, and Bruce Wayne, who's Batman. It's Dick Batman. You know what? Once Batman adopted Dick Grayson, wouldn't his name be legally Dick Batman? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Dick Batman. I'm really sad I didn't trip you up with that landmine there. <laughs> <laughs> Takes more than a Dick Batman to stop this joking. <laughs> it was such a subtle change. <laughs> you know, at first when I read it, I thought maybe I wrote it wrong, but... Uh... <laughs> But it, it didn't take me any time to realize that was you. All right, Robin Dickman, go ahead and get the next one. <laughs> you guys want to hear the most annoying trademark on earth? Yes. PWInsider.com is reporting that WWE has applied for the trademark to the most patriotic show on television. Referring to the annual tribute to the troops event. 
the latest which of which will air tonight on the USA Network. Yes, it will. The most patriotic show on television. Oh my gosh, with their fucking trademarks. It gets sickening. Right. God. And wasn't Jag the most patriotic show on television? I say it was Jag. <laughs> Probably. G.I. Jane. Wasn't that a movie? <laughs> I don't know. It was a movie. It was something. Um, Demi Moore, wasn't it? Yeah. She shaved her head. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I don't think that's patriotic. Xena Warrior Princess. Well, that is now. That's very... <laughs> that's very patriotic. Fun little, uh, fun little fact that a lot of folks don't know. Uh, John Cena actually took the name John Cena because when he was a kid, he couldn't say Xena correctly, so he used to say Cena, and it was his favorite show. Little little factoid there for you, for you, you trivia geeks, trivia nerds. By God, on this week's episode of Dinner with the King, Jerry Lawler gives advice to Rich Swan on how to get out of domestic abuse charges, but also gave old school wrestling fans a tease because he stated. It's almost 99.9% certain that he has chlamydia. I mean, uh, (laughs) 99.9% certain that JR and I will be reunited for the 25th anniversary Raw show on January 22nd to do commentary. The show will be broadcast from two locations, the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center, and he said that would make sense um, for him and JR to be at the Manhattan Center. Uh, that would be great. Why would it broadcast from two locations? Um, it has. They've already announced that. Um, that it's going to be from but the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center. The Manhattan Center, because it's because it's classic, that's, I think, where they did the very first Raw. Yeah. And it's not that big. So they're also so doing So what, are some of the Center. matches going to be there? Correct. It's going to be half and half, and the people, the the matches that aren't at the one they're on, they can watch from the Jumbotron. They actually did this for WrestleMania 2. Forgive me if I'm wrong, because I shouldn't be be wrong about something that important as WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania 2, they actually did from two different locations also. Um, That was back when they sold closed circuit, so, I mean, things were a little different back then, but... But yeah, yeah, they're going to do from two. They're, I mean, they're both going to be in New York, obviously. Barclay Center is Brooklyn, and the Manhattan Center is, uh, I think, um, I think that's Queens. Oh, no, it's Manhattan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to correct me, but I think you just weren't paying attention or something. <laughs> I, was, I was paying attention. I'm just a little behind. Just a little behind. Um, I think this will be an interesting show. I, I don't think it's going to be a good show, but I think it'll be a nostalgic show. There's been talks of Hulk Hogan actually making it to that event. I would be surprised if he did. I don't think he will, but I, I would be pleasantly surprised. I want Vince did. McMahon to be on the announced team at the Manhattan Center. Vince McMahon and, and Jesse Ventura. Them two are yeah. fucking awesome together. That's what you got to do. I mean, JR is great, but I, I don't need Jerry the King Lawler. Alone. I used to, used to be my favorite. Yeah, you know, 
And, and he, he does, he gets to me also, but I think when he's with JR and he kind of just, uh, and it's going to be an old school style ride. JR is going to get sick. JR is going to get sick and it's going to be King and Booker. <laughs> God, no. God, no. <laughs> I'd change the channel. <laughs> I'd just change it. Fuck it. <laughs> <sighs> No, that should be pretty cool. I hope the main event is at the Manhattan Center. I'm, I'm sure it won't be, but I hope it is. You know what? I, I, yeah, I would, the main event is, since that's the one that the first one originated from, I, w- I would hope so that is. There could be so much more, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't... It's a I smaller, think so, because I think that's a, the prime place... No, it's a smaller. It's a venue. It's a that smaller venue, which don't means run. ticket prices. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Since it's smaller, it might be. I don't know. You have to buy the VIP package to get in there. You know, something like shit. Something. Eighty thousand dollars, and you get a WWE duffel bag, and a plastic replica title, and a Bailey T-shirt. And a, and a chair. They, they give up a chair. They always give up a chair for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Oh, ready to talk uh, Clash of Champions? Yes, Clash of Clans, my favorite cell phone game. That's uh, probably Phantom's favorite also, to be honest. It used to be my favorite. I haven't played it in a couple of years. One thing that's cool at uh, Phantom School that he goes to, they actually have, like, school-organized Clash of Clans tournaments and stuff like that. And you can win um, and you can win points and get cards to boost up your stuff and everything like that. I don't know a lot about it, but it sounds oh, wow. pretty cool. I know it's cooler than when I went to fuck school. Right. They didn't let us play video games. just take them away. Right. But no, you actually, they actually get, like... Um, they get to, like, earn time to fucking play games and shit, too, man. It's crazy. Weird. It's crazy. I know. I love it. Kid's lucky. He's a good kid, though. Doesn't that make you mad? That makes no, me mad. It doesn't make me mad, because I didn't really go to school, so it really didn't matter <laughs> if I did. I guess you got a point there. <laughs> it really, and when I was at school, I was drunk high or both, so I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> Doesn't really make a difference. Alright, let's go down uh we'll go down the, the card for <coughs> Clash of Champions. I think we'll start with the kickoff show and move up. Cause I okay. think we, we have enough time to cover Clash of Champions. If we get done a little early, yeah. I'd like to talk about Ring of Honor Final Battle. Um and maybe we'll just talk about the main event um if we get a chance or something, but um So Clash of Champions. Where do we start? We start with the kickoff. Zack Ryder versus Mojo Riley. You don't want to miss this slobber knocker. Two brothers divided by hatred. In a storyline forgotten by the WWE SmackDown main section. And reserves specifically for the pre-show. Yes. 
Next week, you can catch them on WWE.com exclusives. Right there with fucking Brizongo. Shit. Um, um, I'm going Mojo. I think Mojo's getting the push here. He should, if you ask me. I want Ryder to win because I don't like Mojo, but I think Mojo's getting the push. I, I agree with you. Out of the two, I prefer Ryder, but Ryder's, excuse the pun, rode his course already. And, oh, right, uh, right. No, no reason to push Besides, him at this point. Isn't he with Emma? Uh, I think he is still with Emma, actually, yeah. So, yeah, he's on his way out the door himself. He <laughs> could be. They usually cut couples in pairs. I cut pears and apples. I used to turn fruit into marijuana pipes. That's good, but only for like a day tops. And then you gotta choke. What? I use that shit for two or three weeks until it fermented and then I just eat it. Uh, you, know that's that's not, you know that's not how <laughs> fermentation works, right? <laughs> Did anybody ever tell you that? <laughs> Rotting and fermenting are two different things. They're related, but they're different. <laughs> it's like a human and a dog. They're both mammals, but you really only want to fuck one. Well, I mean, back then you really didn't give a fuck. <laughs> that's right. I'd put my dick in a dog. <laughs> oh, you were talking about the fruit. Sorry. <laughs> um. Then we got the sadly demoted to WWE.com originals. Brizongo. But they're Breeze. on the pay-per-view. That wouldn't have happened if they had their show on SmackDown still. It's a good change. I'm, I'm honestly still waiting for this to get pushed to the kickoff show. I don't want it to. <laughs> But I'm expecting it to. Uh, Brizongo versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Finally, at long last. So did they solve the case on SmackDown then? Because I missed that. I don't fucking know. You have to go to WWE.com and watch it. They well, didn't tell you. They just said that they're facing the Bludgeon Brothers. So I'm assuming it was something. They showed a small clip of the Ascension being like, you gotta follow through. And then Brizongo being like, all right, we're going to do this, man. And that was all they showed. I have no idea. what the, It was completely out of context. So I'm a guess, I'm guessing it must have went to there. I want to go and watch it just because I want to see what it accumulated to. But, um, but if you give it the views, you're only not teaching them a lesson. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm going Bludgeon Brothers on this. If Bludgeon Brothers lose to Brizongo. <laughs> right. They're dead. I mean, I would love for Zongo to win. I would love for them to win and get a good push. Right. But it's not going to happen here. No, but I do kind of want to see them come out like uh, dressed as Mario and Luigi and have carpenter hammers and stuff because the Bludgeon Brothers have their big sledgehammers. I'd like to right. see them come out in like overalls in red and green. You know, nothing copyrighted, but just enough so you'd know what they're doing. And they'd have hammers and stuff and be like, hey... <laughs> that's just me that's what I want to see you're going bludgeon also right yeah alright that leads us to the triple threat for the US championship title 
the champion Baron Corbin versus the glorious Bobby Roode. And the, all of a sudden, this week he had fucking entrance music again. Dolph Ziggler. That, he had entrance music last week, too. They, they have no idea what they're fucking doing with this guy. Was he, he just, still wearing a camo hat and pretending to be Shawn Michaels? No, he was just, he just came out fucking as Dolph Ziggler with his music and everything. It's like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with him. He needs to leave. He needs to leave. For his, for his own sake. Not for me. Or, yeah. Yeah. Not because I don't want to see him. He could have left a few years ago. Yeah. Um, oh, what do you got, Pasty? Retaining. Uh, before Ziggler was added to the match, I thought Rude could take it, but with Ziggler in the match, I think the champion retains. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I I think he's retaining. Um, and the last two weeks, he's had a match against Ziggler and a match against Rude. The match against Ziggler, um, Bobby interfered in. The match against Rude, Ziggler interfered in. And it's, uh, it's yeah, I, I think all roads point to Baron Corbin. And they should. I don't think, um, I don't think he should lose it yet at this point. He hasn't had it long enough, and he hasn't really done enough with it. I still want to see him in a really good, like, uh, a really good program with somebody. I don't know who that somebody is, pray tell. But, you know, maybe, like, if Rusev wasn't in the tag division, maybe with Rusev or something like that, just... I want to see more from him before he drops it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm. You know what? I'm going off of WWE's um, rundown... But I would be surprised if this match didn't main event it, being as right. their jobs are on the line and it's having Shane and Daniel. But just going down the list, run down the way WWE has it. Next up is Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If Owens and Zayn lose, they are fired. And the special guest, the special guest referees are Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. And the way they talked about it on SmackDown was that they would both be in the ring at the same time. So, um, anything else here? I told you my theory, and I'm going to say it again. Say it. Because I know you love to hear it. And I'm not going to spend all the time arguing with you because I did that earlier when you were fucking setting everything up. Okay. (laughs) Well, we all know my spiel from last week about how the Shane McMahon-Daniel Bryan feud is boiling. And now there's two referees in this match, which happens to be the one match of this pay-per-view with any kind of decent story gone into it. My theory is at some point in the match, Shane's going to try to fuck over Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Daniel Bryan's going to step in. Shane's going to get heated. He's going to push Daniel. Daniel's going to attack him. Sometime in the next couple of weeks, Daniel Bryan will be reinstated. Weasel his way into the Royal Rumble uh, after Shane has reformed with the Authority and him and Triple H are best friends. Uh, They'll throw Daniel Bryan into the Royal Rumble at the number one slot where he wins the Royal Rumble and goes on to fight AJ Styles for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Yes. Yes. I like your stories. So... Let me just tell you, I like your story. <laughs> and it only really makes sense, because the way Shane's been playing himself, 
Like, he could, like, become the authority. And that's why Daniel Bryan is pissed. And that's why Daniel Bryan fights back. Because I do disagree that it only makes sense. Because I don't think it makes sense. But I like it. It does. And I could... I would be okay with it happening. I definitely would. Um, speaking of yes, 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 did you happen to catch anything on the yep movement? Yes. I mean, yep. Yep. I loved that. <laughs> it was awesome. It was creative. It was fun. And they had the fans behind them doing the yep, yep, yep. It was great. I loved it. I thought it was good. Um, I do disagree with you when you said originally this is the only match that has a real story behind it. I think that's the problem with this match. I don't think there is a story behind it. Now, with me saying that, the match is Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And I don't think there is a story there at all. I think the well, story where I'm saying the story is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon. But they knew they couldn't... The, the, the only other option they had was put Shane McMahon with somebody else and tag him with somebody. And I don't think we wanted... Later, the story. What's that? the story is between Daniel Bryan and Shane's ego. Well, the, the, story that they're, the story that's on TV right now is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Shane McMahon, correct? Yes. Like the actual story they're presenting us. Yes. Now, they weren't going to... I'm glad they didn't just throw Shane McMahon into a fucking tag match with Randy Orton. Because I think that <laughs> that wouldn't be as good as this. I'd prefer Randy Orton and Shinsuke than Randy Orton and Shane. <laughs> I think what happened was they, they didn't know how to fucking keep playing this out. Um, actually, Daniel Bryan himself said they don't even know how they're doing the two refs in one. Which makes me think I honestly don't think they even know what they're going to do with the two referees. I think realistically, I think that's Brian going back to his fucking um, talking smack days and shooting. I think they don't know what they're doing with the two referees. Even if it ends up being like Shane McMahon versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, I think as of the time they decided that they were going to have two referees, they do not know. They don't know the end of the story. I think they wrote the, the story without fucking ending it. They put Randy Morton, they put Shinsuke Nakamura because they were two big guys that had nothing going on. They had to have Shane McMahon into the mix, so they made him the guest referee. They got to this week and they said, we have nothing really to sell this fucking pay-per-view on. So I feel like Daniel Bryan is kind of like when they inserted John Cena into the Jinder Mahal-Brock Lesnar match at SummerSlam, which did our Survivor Series, even though that didn't happen. I think they just said, we need a name in there. We need somebody. Throw Daniel Bryan in. Well, we can't throw Daniel Bryan in. Make him a fucking referee, Vince said. Well, there's already a referee. <laughs> Make it two referees. How do we do it? You figure it out. <laughs> Hang one in a shark cage above the ring. <laughs> fucking right. Um, I could see what you said happening. I mean, I can see that happening. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. Anything that would get Daniel Bryan wrestling again in WWE, I any anything that gets Daniel Bryan wrestling again in general, I'm I'm all for. Um, I just don't see it playing out that way. Um, I do. I don't I know why like you right don't. Right now, no matter what, they just don't know what they're doing. I think they're lost. Even if it Vince ends up, Vince knows right now that if Daniel goes anywhere else and wrestles, he's gonna make a fuck ton of money for whoever he's working for. He's not, and Vince wants that. 
He's not going to make any more money than Jericho's making for somebody. And he let Jericho go. Besides, let's not forget the fact that Daniel Bryan is John Cena's brother. In law. In life. (laughs) And John Cena is now a a, a legitimate, is an official part-time wrestler. He's no longer a full-time wrestler. Yep. As he disclosed to WrestleTalk TV, support B Sticks podcast. Fuck those other guys. So what is your so what is your pick? Uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke or Owens and Zayn? Uh, Owens and Zayn, obviously. You you are picking or no contest? I guess I think it's a no contest because I think this is just a cover story for a deeper story. Well, do you want to gamble on a no contest, or do you want to go with uh, Owens and Zayn, and if it's a no contest, it's a no contest? I feel this so much, it's a no contest. All right, I'll put you down for a no contest. Which I which I agree could happen, because the stipulations, the way they've said it, is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have to lose. Mm-hmm. A no contest doesn't count as them losing. It counts as nobody winning. Referees are going to headbutt them. Well, I agree that the two referees are going to headbutt at one point, and I think it's going to end up being some kind of schmoz finish because of two referees. I don't see how you have two referees and not have a schmoz finish. Right. Um, I think the the biggest thing, the key thing with this match here right now is to see if Daniel Bryan takes any kind of bump. That'll tell us a lot. That'll actually tell us a lot. If he takes a real bump, then we know at least he can take a bump. Now, that's different than being allowed to wrestle, but that that's something that they won't let people do if they're that worried about him. So we right. know when uh, when Kane chokeslammed him, it was in a dark room and the cameras were filtered and, the, you know, we never actually seen it happen. It'll be really interesting to see if he actually takes a bump. Um, I will admit, if he takes a bump, I'm going to get a bit of a chubby. Cause that's one step. What are you going to do if I'm right? What are you going to do if I'm right? Like I, verbatim. I'll be happy. I told you that <laughs> I'd, I'd be very happy. Well, no, uh, I wouldn't be happy because I don't want to see it all. Oh, no, you know, it all makes so much sense. So now you, you said AJ sense. versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. This yeah. Time. At Mania. Yeah, After Daniel's happy. the first guy in the Royal Rumble. Shane and, and fights Daniel, through the I don't, entire- don't want to see Shane and Daniel. That's nothing that, that no. excites me. No. All right, like I now, said, Shane just kind of goes back to the authority and becomes friends with Triple H. Which would be fine. Triple H could even be Triple H could even be the general manager. Right, and that could build to a match between those two later on. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a fatal four-way for the SmackDown <laughs> Tag Team Championships: the Usos versus the New Day versus Benjamin and Gable. Versus Rusev versus Rusev Day. Um, now I'd love what, to see Rusev Day win this. What I thought was, um, which made me happy, the way they explained the rules on SmackDown, and I hope they don't fucking change them by the time the the, the pay per view comes. What they said on SmackDown is four men are in the ring at all times. First pinfall or submission wins, and you can only tag your partner. So it sounds like it's going to be an actual fatal four-way the way it's meant to be. Not this two men in the fucking ring and six right. men on the outside and you can tag anybody. Right. Which I've always thought is stupid. 
I want to know why, if you can tag anybody, why hasn't somebody tagged the person who's Legal's tag team partner? Um, They've done that. Um, Way back in WCW, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were in one of those matches. And they tagged each other. And then Kevin Nash just laid down and Scott Hall got on top of him. But um, whoever else they were against jumped in and broke up the tag, or broke up the pin. Oh. But yeah, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> uh, no, that, if you do it like that, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, honestly, this is a hard call. A lot of me wants to say that Usos retain, but Corbin's going to retain. So the New Day is going to get another title to run. There we go. Math worked out. Right here with you guys on Beef Sticks Podcast. You're going the New Day. New Day. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really stuck on this one. I, I want Day to win. I am going to go Rusev Day. Okay. I think they might get a, a short, like, um, just a short tag run. I could see what they did was pretty awesome. Or Rusev is chanting his own name. Did you see the uh, 12 Days of Rusev? No, I don't think I saw that. That was on that was on this week's SmackDown. Go on YouTube or on WWE.com and find the 12 Days of Rusev that Aiden English sings. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Y- yeah, this one is probably the most the most up in the air. And obviously there's four teams and, you know, the the champions don't have to be pinned and everything. I they've done so much back and forth between the Usos and the New Day. I don't think the Usos are gonna win, but I don't think the New Day gets another shot, so And I don't think Benjables gets it. Although See, I and after that. the Usos won it the last time, they had the truce with the New Day. And so that's where I kinda think it's weird that right. they're in the match. Obviously they're gonna be working together against the other two teams quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I think I think there's no reason. I think there's no reason Rusev Day couldn't get a good run. I mean, they've obviously been pushing them somewhat. Right, right, and they've got their their gimmick down. And it is an. Old I would gimmick. love to see it. I would love to see it, but I'm going to say the New Day is going to extend their number of championship reigns by one. That's a safe bet. All right, now we got. The SmackDown Live Women's Championship Lumberjack match. Really? Um, this was just announced this week. Uh, no, this was announced last week, but they did have all the Lumberjacks um, fighting this week. Um, they had uh, the Riot Squad come out. And they had, um, or not the Riot Squad. Oh, yeah, the Riot Squad's on SmackDown. Yep, they had the Riot Squad come out and fighting um, them. And then they had the rest of the locker room come out, similar to Raw. Actually, basically the same thing that fucking Raw did. But it's it's weird, because both Raw and SmackDown has, like, heel and face women fighting against the new faction. And I really don't like when they do that. I really don't like when they do that. Uh, but Lumberjack match, they get all the women out there into the pay-per-view. 
even though they don't have to do anything. I'm assuming there's going to be a huge brawl between the Riot Squad and the other Lumberjacks on the outside of the ring at some point. But I yeah. think, I think Charlotte keeps it. I don't think she loses it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't want Sally to have it back. Uh, but, I, you know, I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the Riot Squad does because they are pushing this group. And to be honest, I like this group better than Absolution so far. Yeah. Um, the only thing I do... Oh, oh, I do want to bring this up from Monday Night Raw. Um, Paige came out. Absolution came out. And Mandy Rose completely fucked up her lines. Paige came out, said some shit. Mandy Rose came out, said, like, some stuff, and then she just stopped. And she looked over at at um, Sonya Deville, and then Paige kind of looked at her and said something to her, and then she's like, oh. And then she kind of finished what she was saying. So you could tell she completely forgot a line. And then Sonya Deville <laughs> had, a, had a line about organized chaos or something like that that was just came off really cheesy and didn't sound good. It's like they... I hate to sound like everybody else, but they've really fast-tracked these women up probably sooner than they should have came. Yeah. But let's hope they get better. That's all I hope for. Right. That brings us to WWE Championship match. AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal. I I already know who you're picking. I already know who I'm picking. We're both picking AJ, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what? If you'd have said like uh, two months ago, if you'd have asked me or three months ago, I, w- I honestly thought they were going to take it off him for a little bit and put it right back on him. But now, the way things have gone, I think WWE has even seen the light that gender is just not going to make money for them. I'm telling you, three-man band part two would be great. That may be what it comes to. <laughs> That maybe three man band, three man band, and New Day and the Shield in a War Games match at WrestleMania alongside Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. Tell me that's not the best thing you've ever heard. That is not the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. It's great. When you say New Day Shield and one and three man band, it's one of those things like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> well, there's got to be that third team, and maybe they'll surprise like Sanity did. <laughs> right? You never know. <laughs> Just never know. Oh, so you and I pretty much agree on most going forward. Um, the only two things we disagree on is the tag team titles. And um, the 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 Owens kind Randy, of Randy Orton kind of the we Owens both basically agree on that. right. <coughs> so um, you know what? Shake it up a little, WWE. Telling you, surprise us! I can paint this picture so perfectly. WWE. I didn't even need to watch Raw or SmackDown this week. 
Well, I believe you can paint the perfect picture. Picture, 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 picture. Yeah, picture, picture, picture. Pager. Pager. Fucking pagers. So it looks like we get another episode of South Park. Yeah, yeah, we got at least one more. Um... I liked the last episode of South Park. I didn't get the title Splatty Tomato, but. (laughs) Um, Did they they ever say It was a Rotten Tomato ratings. What are my approval ratings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got a Splatty Tomato rating, and then that's where he went crazy. Which just kind of happened out of nowhere. I have. For this being a three part episode, it's kind of disjointed a lot. I half watched it because I was cooking supper at the same time, so Mitchell and I were both watching it, and uh, he watched the whole thing. I was kind of back and forth from from cooking, so I kind of got half of it. I liked the the half of it that I watched. I don't know. What I'm just of? hoping. I'm hoping that they have this three parter, and then they have a different episode to sum off the season. Because as of the second episode of the three parter, I don't think we're going to end on a very good note. Uh, it'd kind of be the way this season has been. There's been a lot of bad episodes and a handful of good ones. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the same as last season. It's like they, they I don't know, man, if, if it's just there out it of the loop. Or... Bad episodes. It doesn't offend me as much as when The Simpsons kicked off this season with the fucking story. Yeah, but then they followed that up with an awesome fucking episode. You I know, didn't watch like, any more of this. Still, at least they're still trying. I don't know. I I give them both credit. They're they're both still going this yeah. long. And I will I'll watch them. Um doesn't mean I'll necessarily rush to watch them the day of cuz I usually don't. But I'll watch right. them. I'll get around to it. Yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll watch them. I I'll don't give them that much. Family. No, um Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, South Park, and Archer are about the only animated ones I I watch as they come out. Or even still watch. What else is there? I don't watch American Dad or Family Guy. Bojack. Oh yeah, Bojack. You gotta Fuck that that last <laughs> season of Bojack was really good too. But Bojack doesn't like that's not I'm talking about ones that are like on on network television, like um, Big Mouth and BoJack and all of them. I'm going to watch them. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten around to watching Big Mouth yet. I was worn away from it. I want to watch it more. It sounds like most people are split. Some people just hate it and despise it, and some people think it's really brilliant and smart. I really like it. There's some stuff in it that I think is just in there just to be crude. But then there's stuff, some stuff in there that I think is just so smart and open. And part of me was like, you know what? This would almost be good to let my son watch because it it's very honest about sexuality and about um, puberty and about all this stuff. But then there's some really super raunchy stuff where it's like, 
no, I don't want my son to watch that. <laughs> but it's probably the most, the most honest. Just you do what they used to do movie. for you in middle school and, and videotape it and then cut out the bad sections. <laughs> oh, so do you want to talk about uh, the upcoming Ring of Honor final battle pay-per-view? This is we one of Ring of Honor's biggest pay-per-views of the year. Um, it looks like it's a really good show. I, get, I won't watch it the day of, but I am going to go out of my way to make sure that I watch all of this one because every single match looks like it's going to be fucking badass. And I mean, like, good, good badass. Um, like how you laid this out very differently from the way you lay out WWE pay-per-views. Well, they're two very different shows, sir. <laughs> um so in case we get talking and wandering and stuff should we talk should we start from the uh well no let's just we, we got plenty of time we'll make it um again this is uh this is straight off the ring of honor web page so i'm going in the order that they're going in so the first match we have on here is the six man tag team title the hung bucks which is the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, along with Adam Page, the Hangman. Do you see how they did that? Young Bucks, Hangman, Hung Bucks, plus it's a penis joke. And they just sold joke. 3 billion t-shirts. It's a penis joke, Pasty. It's a penis joke. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> versus Dragon Lee, Flip Gordon, and Titan. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know Titan very at all. I'm not going to lie very well at all. <laughs> and I didn't put much work into this. Um, I, with stuff that's been going on and trying to keep up with everything for this show, I am way behind on my ring of honor. I just catch matches when I know there's a good one here or there. But this, um, this one sounds really good. Flip Gordon is amazing. Dragon Lee is very impressive. And of course the young bucks are just brilliant. Anytime you see them, uh, again, I'm not the biggest Hangman Page fan, but he doesn't take anything away from a show either. I'm thinking that the Hung Bucks keep this one. Yeah, probably. You excited for anything that I've talked about so far? Well, I'm always excited to see the Bucks. Yes. And now that they're the Hung Bucks, yeah. Why not? Why not? Hopefully we see a Melter driver. Um, then we have. I'm very sad to announce to people who are as disjointed from the rest of the world as me, but I found out this week that Rapungi Vice are no longer a thing. No, they're not. You've gotten really quiet on me, Loke. Why? Why is Rapungi Vice no longer a thing? It makes me sad. I like the songs. Um. <laughs> I love Rocky <laughs> Romero. I am not a big uh, Trent Breda fan, but as you will see in uh, th this next match, that Trent Breda has found a new best friend. Um, I I've never been the biggest Trent Breda fan. I love Ropungi Vice. Like, as a tag team, they're amazing. But I've never been a big Trent Breda fan, and I love Rocky Romero. And I think he's carried... Beretta and Romero will do just fine. Romero, uh, if we're not talking New Japan, 
he may be the most talented man outside of WWE right now. Um, As a I'd, rap star. I'd put that, no. <laughs> I mean, I'd put that yes. over Kenny Omega, um, um, Marty Skrull, um, Will Ospreay. The only other person that maybe, I think maybe Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal maybe and Rocky Romero, but... um. So, Tag Team Championship match. Motor City Machine Guns. We all know them. Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. God, I love them too. Even in... You know what? It's hard to believe they've been going for over 10 years now together. And... God, Holy shit. They've, they've lost a step or two, but they're still just fucking amazing and crisp in the ring. They're going up against the best friends, which is Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor. Uh, Chuck Taylor is a really good wrestler. He's very fun to watch. Uh, Trent, again, I think this is a tag team. I haven't watched these two together, but I have a feeling Trent or uh, Chuck Taylor is is carrying Trent Beretta. Is just what I feel about this. Uh, Pacey, how well do you know these four individuals? Uh, well enough to say I kind of think the best friends are going to take the championship. All right. Um, I'm going with the machine guns. I'm sticking with my uh, Detroit boys. Motor City machine guns. Uh, but this this is going to be a fun match. This is going to be a lot of uh, quick tags. It, it's going to be good. going to be good. Not a lot of high spots, but a lot of quick tags. A lot of stiff moves. A lot of uh, fast-paced action. Up next, we have Matt Taven versus Will Ospreay. Just in a regular old singles match. Nothing fancy here, folks. Uh, Will Ospreay is just an amazing athlete. Just what what he can do with his body. I've only been amazed by, I think, porn stars other than him with how much they can do with their body. Um... Without knowing much of a storyline between these two, I'm going Will Ospreay. Yeah, that's where I'm going to. Mostly because I, I don't know who Matt Taven is. I, I love them. Or I love him, I should say. <laughs> I love them both. Just give me a hug, man. Just give me a hug. Oh, then we have tag team match. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. And is going to go down in my top, my, my all-time favorite list ever of tag teams. Which, I mean, there's some amazing tag teams in the world out there. You're talking Legion of Doom. You're talking The Click. You're talking The Rockers, Midnight Express, whatnot. The Addiction. Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, and Frankie Kazarian. And folks, if you want to see more of them, you can watch Glow, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. Uh, versus War Machine, Hanson and Rowe. I have had the privilege to see all four of these individuals live, but nice. never against each other. Um, you know, it's this is one of my thing. One of the things where my heart says addiction, and my my mind says War Machine. But I'm going to say my heart wins out, and through some trickery. The addiction ends up winning this one. If there's nothing on the line, I'm going to go with War Machine. You're going with War Machine. How, how much do you know of these uh, individuals here? 
I know of the addiction well, and I, I believe I know of War Machine a little. War Machine are just two giant beasts. Think of the Bludgeon yep. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. I this this should be a good match. This should see some uh, some chicanery on the side of the addiction. They're always good for chicanery, and I just like saying chicanery. So I'm gonna say <laughs> chicanery again. <laughs> we need. We just need a chicanery button. And now, right? We do. Now we have a match oh, against um, two of the best in the world right now, Jay Lethal and Marty Skrull. Holy shit! The, the fans are the fucking. The fans are winning this one. This to me, this is going to be match of the night. Match of the night right here. Um. See, the question comes in. Obviously, there's going to be uh, Bullet Club members. But will they be right. ringside or not? We don't know. I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to my boy Jay Lethal. I'll go against you with Marty, cause Marty likes to party. Marty can fucking spin an umbrella. Let me tell you that. This yes. is again. This is just one of those matches that the fans are gonna win. I mean, this if if you you know what. Everybody listening, if you don't watch this pay-per-view, and if you've never heard of anybody on this pay-per-view, that's the match to watch. Jay Lethal versus Marty Skrull. I don't know. I think I have to argue with match number two, but we'll get to that. Well, I get yeah, that depends on what you what you like, so I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, next match, four-way elimination match for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. We have Kenny King, who is going in as champion, versus Punishment Martinez, versus Shane Taylor, versus Silas Young, the last real man. What do you got there, pasty? I only know Punishment Martinez and Silas Young. So I'm going to say Shane Taylor. You don't know Kenny King? I don't think so. I know Kenny Stratton. Um, All Night Express. Um, he was oh. big. In, he was uh, in TNA. He was X Division champion. Uh, uh, God, uh, he's an African American. If that helps, I, I guess I don't know. Kenny King, I thought was a big name in, in pro wrestling, so I'm kind of surprised. I don't know. I'm going with Shane Taylor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and Google Kenny King, and I uh, bet you you'll you'll know him. Um, <clears throat> I might have given him a Dutch rudder behind a motel plate as well, at the same time. Uh, Punishment Martinez is just a really big beast, so I could see him winning it in a four way. <clears throat> I'd like to see Kenny King retain, but I'm gonna go with uh, Punishment Martinez. Take the take the safe route and go with Shane Taylor. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Punishment Martinez, sure. Now, New York Street Fight. Um you are right. Real baby. fucking match of the night, man. This this could be if you are if you are a, a hardcore bloody brawling fan, 
And yes, folks, this isn't WWE this, shit. There's going to be blood. This is a dream match I never knew I wanted, to be completely honest. We have Calfzilla himself, Bully Ray, and Tommy Dreamer the inner, versus the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe. Uh, uh, it's the, the canvas is going to be, be so fucking bad. crimson by the time this match is done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these guys all know how to lay it all on the line. I'm super stoked. This is amazing. So what Fantastic. Classic with current, man. What do I think? Match of the year. Know, and, you say, and, and it's funny, too, because you say classic with current. But, God, think about it. The Briscoes have been going on for about uh, 10 years now. Well, I know. I know. They, they're, it's, it's hard to believe that the Briscoe brothers are actually veterans at this point. And Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer are before them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's really, when you, when you see a match like this, it's like, oh my gosh, Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer are before the Briscoes and the Briscoes are veterans at this point. Holy shit. Yep. Veterans versus legends, man. Yeah. Yeah. Street fight. There's going to be some good ECW chance. Yes, there definitely will. <laughs> Who do you got? Oh, man. Do you pass the torch? Oh. God damn it. I win. Right? I don't care about anybody else. I win. Um... Shit. I need a quarter or something. I don't know. Is there... <laughs> Well I'm gonna go I'm, sure. on, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'll say my pick is uh I think the Briscoes are gonna get it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pay my my take at the Briscoe brothers. Tails. Wait, I didn't pick. But if you type coin flip into Google it'll flip a coin for you. <laughs> yes, it will. Okay. So, as ZCW Tales is Briscoes and the Briscoes. 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 Like you said, this is another match where the fans are the winners. I mean, this is going to be just a all-out, knockdown, drag-out fucking brawl. And it, it seats itself perfe- perfectly in the lineup of the pay-per-view. Not as the bathroom break match, but the match building up to the pinnacle. Right, right. Which brings us to <clears throat> the Ring of Honor World Championship match. Cody, do not call him Rhodes, who is going in as the champion, versus Dalton Castle. Uh, huge Dalton Castle fan, and you know what? I'm still not over on Cody Rhodes. I mean, he still hasn't won me over, but this could be the match to do that. I, um, but I don't think Dalton's getting it right now. I love Dalton, but I don't see him being the one to win it from Cody. So I'm going to say Cody Rhodes retains. You know, I'll, I'll I'll just take the other side of that for you. I'll take Dalton. Dalton. I like Dalton. I would love to is see he, Dalton win this. Is he going to have the boys? You better. Them boys. 
No, dumb boys will have their asses beaten, but he'll have the boys. <laughs> Them boys, whether they win or not, are going to be sore after tangling with Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. Um, this one looks really good, and I, I, I hope, Pasty, I hope you can find time to watch this, because I want you and I to both watch it. Oh, I want to now. And, this um, is so much better than what the movie said. So hopefully you and I can both watch it and then we can uh, give a recap on it, even if we have to watch what it you know, a few days at a time. But um, I would love to give a recap on this because this is going to be a great one. And Final Battle is always one of Ring of Honor's bigger matches of the year. When is it? Um, I don't know. You had Google up. <sighs> Google's only used for coin flips. Uh, tomorrow. Oh. Well, then. It is tomorrow. And then, uh... I might try to... Might. Might. Next month, you're going to have to try to catch um, at least the main matches for Wrestle Kingdom 12, Loke. Oh, is that already coming? January 4th. It's every January 4th. It's always on the same date. You know I'm not going to miss out on Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Damn right. I've been been keeping up with the build-up. It's been good. Yeah, I love yeah. Jericho's hat right now. He's the perfect heel. And they've had, yeah, they've had some really good, uh, they had, did you watch the press conference that they had? Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, talk about, talk about uh, um, just 101 on how to do a promo. The, two, the Both of them back and forth was just awesome. It was uh, really good. It was awesome. It was awesome. God, I hope they put on a six-star match. You got that? Um, I think Jericho's too old for that. I, but I, I still think uh, Kazuchika Okada and um, Tetsuya Naida, Naido, my my two my two favorite from New Japan, Tetsuya Naido and Kazuchika Okada in the main event. That is going to be the fucking match. Jericho Omega is going to be awesome. But man, I mean, those those are my two guys in New Japan, and they're they're fucking the two of them against each other is going to be beautiful, and I think I think Kazuchika might might lose the title. I think he might. We also have uh, Tanahashi versus Jay White, which should be a really good match. So along with other stuff, um, Cody Rhodes is wrestling. Um, who is uh, Kota Ibushi, I'm pretty sure. Cody Rhodes is wrestling Kota Ibushi for the Ring of Honor world title. So that'll be fucking good. Along with whatever else they have, it's all going to be awesome. Alpha Omega. Alpha Omega. Clean yes. that goat. You go ahead and... The goat and the donkey. Remember that? No. 
It's um, Chris Jericho and, and Kevin Owens. Oh. Chris, Kevin Owens was like, you're the goat. And then Chris Jericho looked at him and said, you're the donkey. <laughs> oh, what do we got? Uh, yeah, Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuyo Naito for the IWGP title. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho for the U.S. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White for the Intercontinental title. Marty Skrull versus Himoru Takahashi versus Kushida versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. That is a shit ton of, of just fucking spot monkeys. That's that's going to be a highlight fucking one right there. Ropungi 3K versus the Young Bucks for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight tag title. Cody Rhodes Wait, versus... Ropungi 3K? Yeah, show and yo. Do they still come out to the same song? They, I don't, I don't know. I think they do. If they do, I'll be happy. If they do, you'll love them. <laughs> yep. Cody Rhodes versus Kota Ibushi for the ROH World Title, and uh, oh, Killer Elite Squad is in there against Los Ingranobles de Japón. That's my favorite tag team. You love them. <laughs> <laughs> Killer Elite Squad is awesome. It's uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer, and they're really good. Why haven't I bought one of their t-shirts But yet? Evil and Sonata are really badass. And Evil and Sonata being Los Ingobrenobles de Japón. <laughs> I'm always like, is this... Is this is this NJPW or is this Lucha Underground? What's going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh mm. man, a lot of good, lot of good shit coming up, man. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping Clash of Champions surprises us also. But between Clash of Champions, Final Battle, Wrestle Kingdom 12, Royal Rumble, damn man, it's gonna be a, a busy and hopefully jolly time for wrestling oh, yeah. fans. Tis the season for wrestling. Fucking A. And tis the time to say goodbye. Goodbye, farewell, elevators ain't so long. I want to stick my penis in the spong. What? Go ahead, do it. I'll let ya. <laughs> oh. Stab- Folks, you know I love you like a lovesick puppy. You know, I said something clever last week that I forgot, so I'm going to say this. Adieu.